KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, presented by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company. Schleider Painting, here's your host, Scott Mosby, on KMOX. Good morning. Two hours today, home improvement. We are off and running. Lots of things happening around the middle of the United States. Have you noticed the frost on the pumpkin? Yeah, not only is Halloween just around the corner, my golly, it gets chilly in the morning here at times. Bringing to fore the responsibility you and I share to make sure our homes are healthy, safe, and in good shape. Ready to support us on a security level as well as preparing for colder temperatures. That gets into heating and cooling. Also, preparing for outdoor uh, changing temperatures. The leaves, a little bit of color. Um, You know, we're seeing uh, just the hints of fall now, so pay attention to that. Uh, Keeping your uh, uh, gutters clear, downspouts, all of that thing, all those things we talk about every week. Phone lines are open for you. Two hours two hours today and that phone numbers are 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I'll give you that in just a moment but those of you part of the X family like me we know those by heart and have for many years. Uh, we're going to talk about whatever your topic is. Uh, we've got a couple of things to chat about this morning. One will be walk-in showers, the benefits and how to go about doing that. Also, some general design ideas around kitchens and bathrooms, those sorts of things, as well as all the maintenance issues that you and I share and are responsible for in our homes and all the buildings. Uh, the industry kind of calls that in an odd way, if you will, the built environment as in already having been built it's completed the built environment what we go into that we as humans create for our shelter Uh, 314-436-7900 toll free anywhere on the globe 800-925-1120-800-925-1120 and we are sharing topics throughout the next two hours stay tuned we've got cardinal baseball coming up 308 today so lots of things happening stay tune right here on KMUX. A little bit of a treat for you coming up uh, right about 15 minutes before the end of this two-hour time, and that's a surprise, and we'll just you'll just have to stay tuned to hear more about that. 314-436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120. My name is Scott Mosby, and you've known me here on KMUX for about the last 22 years, something like that, better part of two decades. We're sneaking into the third. Uh, I own and operate Mosby Building Art. We are licensed architects and a full, if your business lingo, vertically integrated, which means we've got a whole bunch of trades all stacked up inside the company. So we have carpenters, we have finished carpenters, we have painting crews, we have licensed electricians, licensed plumbers, everything necessary to get a residential construction and remodeling project done and done on time with good communication to where the details get handled properly throughout. So the reason for that is, uh, you know, it's the remodeling industry. That's what we do is residential remodeling. And uh, you know, the horror stories we talk about here from time to time on the, you know, Helitech Home Improvement Show, you know, we they're, they're alive and well. Better companies tend to manage that better. And one of the ways we handle it at Mosby is literally just have all the necessary crew. I mean, we just do. Um, and if you have enough trouble with your spouse, partner, roommate, whatever it is, 
I mean, you live in the same house. and You still have problems communicating. All right, now extrapolate that into the construction industry. People are sometimes different counties, different phone numbers, certainly don't live together. My golly, and that's where the problems come in the remodeling and construction industry. So at Mosby, we just get everybody shoulder to shoulder, locked arms. We still have our problems with communication, but a whole lot less. So just by proximity... We know what's going on as well as all the IT stuff we have for that. 314-436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120. Lots to talk about today. Again, as I promised, a few of the design ideas will go into how to begin and some of the concepts, uh, uh, you know, do you need to do a full-blown kitchen remodel or are there other options and if so where would you start and how do you begin that design process and then also the concept of a walk-in shower if you don't know what that is zero entry which means no curb nothing to step over just roll a wheelchair right in there or shuffle your feet either way uh, for those of you that are athletes and think that's not for me uh, frankly, most of our accessible improvements are used by very active people who would describe themselves as, as athletes. Injuries occur, knees, ankles, twists, sprains. All of a sudden, holy smokes, that second floor uh, bedroom and shower, a little tough to get to, thus the accessible 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Let's get rolled up on our phone lines and see what's cooking here. And uh, let's get started with my friend Tom. Tom, good morning. Welcome to KMWX, and how may I help you, sir? Yeah, thank you. I'm trying to figure out how a, a way to improve hot water pressure, the flow of the hot water in our tubs, uh, bathtub, and the sink. Uh, it's to the point now where we can't even take a shower because there's not enough of the hot water pressure. The cold is fine, but trying to think or find out what the options would be to improve that. The house is 79 years old. Okay. How long is your water? How old is your water heater? Uh, five years old. Okay. Five years old. Four or five. Uh, probably Tom, the best place when you have a whole bathroom or bathrooms that, you know, the house is getting good pressure, but only part of it is not something between the source, the front, the actual water pressure regulator on the front of the house. And that bathroom is a miss. And that would most likely be a shut off, a stop or the on off. And for you, it would be the hot water. So that stop or shut off wherever that main hot water pipe is usually down in the basement below that on a main floor house uh, or a two-story as well. Figure out where that is, and there's some sort of an elbow, but shutoffs actually have moving parts in them, and hot water is especially prone to lime deposits. So just like you and I eat too many cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. our arteries get clogged up, the hot water supply, usually there's some lime right there on that uh, on-off uh, faucet, you know, over that spigot or, or stop, as we call STOP. Uh, so, and you said that, I'm sorry, is that near the hot water tank, that uh, valve or that Well, it, it could be about? the main one. It could be the main in and out on the water tank, but at five mm-hmm. years old, it's unlikely. It's more likely that you have a shutoff that goes up to that bathroom or your two bathrooms that supplies mm-hmm. the hot water. You want a, a one-floor or two-story home? A two-floor, two-story. Okay, uh, typically you'll have stops, a cold, usually blue on the cold, red on the hot, down below. Sometimes they're not color-coordinated like that. 
But figure out what goes to the bathroom. Just figure out where the bathroom is in the house down in the basement. You'll kind of get pretty close to those. And sometimes yeah. okay. they go both both floors. And here's the ticket. If you turn that off um, in a 79-year-old house, you know, that thing could be 40 years old, could be 80 years old. Uh, you're going to grind up the seat. So that whole – when you shut it off, you may, you know, uh, you may destroy the stop or, or faucet. So uh, if you can get mm-hmm. a photograph of that – Take it to a hardware store or a plumbing supply and say, here's what I have. Do you have this brand? And if you can, you know, Nibco, N-I-B-C-O is one of the brands. And sometimes, you know, figure that out. If you can buy mm-hmm. the, that whole faucet just like it is, take it home, take the guts out. You don't need to resolder the faucet or the stop body. So the mm-hmm. piece that's in the pipe, you just back it all out. You're going to have to shut off the water to the house. It may or may not fully stop or not. But mm-hmm. you can sometimes just change the guts on that, Tom. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good to know. Thank you so much. I appreciate and, and that. If it's, if it's not that, think in terms of, okay, what's between good pressure and bad pressure, and then just mm-hmm. start working your way back on that. I'll do that. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. All right. Thank thanks, you. Tom. Bye now. Home Improvement. Go Cardinals. KMOX. Scott Mosby at your service. I'll be right back after this for more on KMOX. Now, back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, back together, Home Improvement. Scott Mosby, happy to be with you. So many things to talk about. Remember now, we're just around the corner from winter. I know we're all in denial, but by golly, uh, and that is not the name of a river in Africa. Denial is one of the biggest things in medical care and in the aging process. So in accessible improvements, which means I need grab bars, I'm looking for a little bit more stability as I go through my life, Um, you see that built into all sorts of things especially in automobiles all those handles on the roof and the very things like even to coffee cups and drink holders in the console of your cars those are accessible improvements things that make normal life easier which then brings your attention back to driving on the road or getting in and out of the vehicle well it it happens as well getting in and out of showers bathtubs those of you that have those problems or have with uh, athletic injuries you know exactly what I'm talking about by golly that ride home from the softball field or the tennis court, whatever it might be, could even be just your back on the golf course. All those things translate to living in the house, and those are important or not. Uh, So anyway, let's see what's cooking with my buddy here, uh, Russ. Hey, Russ, good morning. Welcome to KMOX. How can I help you, my friend? Good morning, Scott. 28 years ago, we bought our home in North North St. Louis County, and uh, shortly after we bought, we found a leak in the foundation. Uh, we got Daniger Brothers to come in, and they cut out the basement, put the drain in the sump and all that. And that took care of the problem, though, great, for 27 years. Now, last year, I started smelling uh, an odor down in my laundry room around the sump. And I thought, wow. You know, so I went over to manually drain the tank, put turned on the pump, and I waited for the next day, and it was still there. So I thought, well... Maybe something's building up in there. So I got me some soap and a scrub brush, and I, I drained it down. I scrubbed that thing out two or three times, and it seemed like it got rid of the smell for a day or two, but it didn't do it. So I went up to the hardware store, and I got some uh, 
chemical you put in your septic tank, I believe, and mm-hmm. there again, that helped for a little while, but it keeps coming back. I noticed that during the dry spell, when it was really hot out like the summer, there was no smell. But when I got into these rainy seasons, uh, the smell could come back. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what to do to get rid of this. I've contacted uh, uh, several plumbers, and they said either they didn't want to fool with it because you're never going to find it, or we're going to have to tear off part of your house to get to it. What do I do, or who do I call? Uh, well, I'll semi-agree with both of those previous plumber comments. Uh, here's I'm going to give you a lot of information, so this will be a long answer to a short question. How's that? Uh, you may have a break in a septic or sanitary sewer line or a very slight leak. It could be a very small uh, leak in um, you know the pipe underneath your floor that might be making its way to the drain tile that was put in 28 years ago, uh, and that then comes into the sump and you wind up a you know nice little petri dish, quite you know warm moist dark you know so that keeps replenishing the smell it's possible that that may actually be coming outdoors from your house coming in with that uh, surface or groundwater movement that's another source of that Um, the other is I think you did everything right so far Um, the issue then is where is it coming from Uh, there's also a sulfur smell if you have sulfur the smell of rotten eggs is just in the water itself so this is a question, and I actually had a question from a caller from Aaron earlier, had a rotten egg smell in his water. Uh, that is sulfur. So if you have a sulfur presence, you know, the actual mineral, and it gets in, and, and any kind of, you know, geological change or movement or shutter, earthquake, you know, just or water path can bring that sulfur into your basement with that drain tile. So those are the, I mean, there's a dozen different ways. So the plumber that says you'll never find it, uh, you know, it's it's a challenge. Sometimes it's difficult. Um, but scrubbing, is so far you've done everything right up to this point. Um, tell me, are you served by MSD or do you have a septic tank? Uh, MSD. MSD. Uh, and how old is the house total? Oh, it was built in 1950. 1950, so 60. Ooh, you're right about the time. 1950 had cast iron sewer pipes. And there are kind of two qualities of cast iron sewer pipes that were put in in the 50s. Uh, one's a little bit thicker wall, one's a little thinner wall. About 65 years, these. Um, uh, usually the vents, you'll get a smelly bathroom or smelly laundry room. There's nothing related. There's no leak. It just stinks uh, like a, a sewer gas smell. And that's that cast iron sidewall rusting out. It can happen underground below your uh, house as well. Um, uh, so I, I think the next step for you here, Russ, might be calling a uh, fiber optic kind of a sewer cleaner company, and they can actually put a can camera down in there. Uh, If they're going to come, I would actually ask them to pressure washer spray that so they kind of scour off those pipes um, and and clean them up. And then look, I mean, basically they can take a a video uh, recording of what the inside of those pipes under your floor looks like. But I would start there as well, because the next step, if you're served by MSD, it, it takes a long time. And the probability that it's an outdoor sewer problem is very, very 
very small. So MSD isn't going to jump on this right away because generally it's a lot of work, much ado about nothing from their point of view. It's more likely the pipe underneath your floor, which is literally not far from your drain tile put in by Daniger years ago. So right. I would I would stay inside your home, look for it there, and uh, you know, and it could be a long dance. You know, you may be friends with this smell for a couple of years before you figure it, and it could magically just stop as well. How's well, that? it will stop when it gets dry outside, get hot. Well, that tells me that when water moves, and it's probably surface water then that moves with that, but the source of that is tough, um, you know, and you may have a sewer break underneath your house, but until you get water under the floor and moving toward your drain tile, you may not pick up the smell. You, you see what I mean? So it's not necessarily rain or not the the groundwater that your septic or your uh, uh, drain tile is handling just may not, it may not migrate to that unless it gets wet outside okay you follow i mean that's a whole long i'm trying to fit, get get you set up so you can semi figure this thing out yourself because it is you will be the smartest person about drain pipes and smells in in your neighborhood after you figure <laughs> this out i have promised sometimes it just i mean that's one of the things we do on this home improvement show is share what's worked and what doesn't but more probably i'm going to try and arm you with as much information and knowledge to because it's going to take some time to noodle this thing through there's no easy way out then nope there isn't i well it might be you you know the first happenstance opportunity that you figure you know could happen could do that but again if you've got drain tile again i would go out especially since 28 years ago it was doing fine and now it's not look for some surface water that's coming in that didn't uh, downspouts underground drainage pipes for your downspout drains uh, soil draining toward your house uh, so you're getting more water into the basement you don't have a leaky basement because of the installation of the drainage but that drainage is carrying with it something that smells uh, either sulfur I, I or moved sewer. all my uh gutter drain pipes i buried it in four inch pvc and got it way away from the house nice. i did that nice. years ago well I, I would go back and make sure they're working because uh, inspect what you expect sometimes in 28 years even though it's smooth wall pvc you know you can find problems that you didn't think uh, you know so make sure right. you're getting you know stuff a hose down there make sure they're running freely okay uh, good luck you're in for the you duration, said call fiber optic company yeah, well, sure, it, it's just to say, you know, like anybody that cleans sewers, um, uh, uh, city sewer, um, I'm trying, river, river city sewer is the name of one of the companies, uh, or call, are you in a, a, a city, you know, you know, like Florissant or Webster or anything like that? I, I already called uh, uh, Vito over uh, Florissant uh, uh, sewer deal, and he said, uh, he's the one that said he really didn't want to do it. Because you're never going to find it. He was real positive. <laughs> well, I, uh, a, a, are they? Do they actually clean sewers, or was that a plumber? He's he's the Florissant plumber. Okay, I've had him over here before. Well, I would. Uh, and he's probably right. That's the that's the sad news about this. But I would call somebody that cleans out sewers, to, you know, like rotor rooter type stuff, uh, and they have these fiber optic services. Uh, yeah. be, and it may not work, but you know that's your next step if you're really going to run after this thing. And and it can be pretty, 
you know, that smell is hard to live with. I get it. Yeah. I appreciate everything. Yeah, well, everything and nothing all wrapped up in one. You're, you know, I hope I've empowered you with some ability to go forward, Russ. Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate Thanks your help. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. We've got phone lines open for you, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, toll-free anywhere on the globe. If you can get the Internet or a phone call, 800-925-1120, 800-925-1120. This is the Helitech Home Improvement Show and sponsored in part by Schlater Painting. And right here on KMOX, 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120. Scott Mosby be at your service back for more after this now back to the helitech waterproofing home improvement show sponsored in part by schleider painting and home improvement company on st louis's news radio kmox Okay, coming up, the end of next hour, a big surprise here on CAMOX. Uh, it's going to be related to Cardinal baseball, a little bit around the playoffs, and some Cardinal history. Stay tuned, coming up at the end of this show, so more always on KMOX. Phone lines for the Helitech Home Improvement Show, 314-436-7900, toll-free 800-925-1120. A little bit later this hour, we're going to have Randy Pantano from Helitech here. We're going to talk a little bit about foundation leaks and all those sorts of things uh and right now let's just see what's happening with my friend chrissy hey chrissy good morning welcome to cam wax and how can i help hi scott um okay well my question is um we have a little bit of a, a problem with water rainwater coming in uh, around the chimney um on the west side of our house we have a um, chimney that goes the length of the house ha- or the height of the house uh and We've noticed that when it rains real heavily, we get a little bit of water comes in around there. And now along the ceiling, where the ceiling and the wall meet, um, there's some, like, looks like black mold. Just not real big spot, but a couple of spots. And I'm wondering what you might recommend for stopping that rainwater coming in and what we can do to get rid of that mold spot. Uh, Chrissy, how old is the house and how old is the chimney then? Okay, the house was built in the late 60s. Okay. And the chimney's been in, uh, it was put in when the house was built. Yeah. Okay, so that chimney's about 60. So the brick brick is porous. On the average, um, and this is one of the things that the building scientists have learned, uh, I mean, brick is basically a stone. Stone is a wonderful water filter, but it is not a good waterproofer. So moisture will migrate through and to stone, uh, especially when uh, brick. Brick is a man-made stone. Stone is, right. you know, of course, pure stone. That water comes through, and that chimney at 65 years old holds water so when it rains there's no necessarily leak but that brick especially the old used brick if it came from lafayette square or soulard market you know some of that used brick which was very popular in the 50s and 60s and 70s um if it's that it that stuff is really soft and it's like stacked sponges so that brick uh is getting wet and what all this is uh, telling me and you are not alone i guarantee there are at <laughs> least 200 listeners right now who now are paying very close attention to this answer in question um that brick then dries itself and if it's raining outside it can't get rid of the moisture out there because it's wetter with the rainstorm that isn't so moisture moves to the dry so it moves from high concentration to low which means from the wet place to the dry plate dry place 
your house. So it's right. moving toward the usually the plaster or drywall, and the closest thing to that is that plaster around your brick chimney. So right, it's, yeah. the moisture isn't necessarily a leak, but it sure looks like that. And and after it stops raining for two or three days, there's your brick is still wet and it's still drying. And and now that we have the heat on, trying to warm up the inside, <laughs> that's dry. So now you're really you're power driving that moisture to your now dry air inside so all that moisture is leaving the brick going into your drywall or plaster and the closest thing is that ceiling even the framing lumber of your ceiling that is next to that chimney is getting moist you follow what's causing all this now right i do um yeah and my husband i mean in the past he went up there and put flashing around the chimney at the top on the roof and um, put uh black tar around there too to help try to seal that and so is there is there a remedy for this um and if if there's nothing that i can do to keep the moisture from coming in because like you said i mean it's getting the brick wet and the brick's just holding the moisture then how might i um treat the drywall um and the ceiling area to get rid of that mold look Uh Two things. <clears throat> Number one, there's a chimney cap on the very top of the chimney. Um, make sure that gets checked because uh, there's a cement, oh, kind of little concrete slab, usually inch and a half, two inches thick up on the top of the chimney like a hat. And that okay. stuff gets old and it gets the moisture inside. And even sometimes if you don't have a, a you know rain cap on top, you know, just the rain comes down inside the chimney and gets it wet. So inevitably, some of it's going to happen that way. You can seal the brick, and I would give it a bath. You have to wash it first. Otherwise, you're just sealing in a bunch of dust and dirt. Uh, but you can seal that brick. Number one, do the cap on the top. Make sure that's in good shape. Uh, that's usually a tuck point. Or have them look at the top six or ten courses of brick. Usually those need help about the same time the cap does seal the brick, uh, which oftentimes uh, tuck pointers will advise not to do that uh, because then you kind of trap the moisture in as well. So there's good arguments both ways. And then the bottom line here is no matter what you do uh, on this thing now, uh, Chrissy, it will come back. So it's more of a redecorating issue. You can cut your drywall about a quarter of an inch away from the actual brick and then put a wood trim that bridges that and that will slow down how quick that black stuff comes back it's just mold it's not unhealthy you know it's just normal stuff but the framing wood behind it will get wet and moisture migrate into your drywall as well so um isolation basically basically if you could pull all that wood framing and drywall half an inch away from that brick then the brick would get wet but it wouldn't really show in that ceiling now that your house is built, it's really hard to do that. You literally rebuild everything around there. So anyway, right. it's, it's more more just painting and decorating, you know, isolated. But if you can cut that uh, drywall back just a little bit so it doesn't touch the brick and then put a trim like a small crown mold or something around it, that will help slow it down. Okay. Well, yeah, because on the um, the face of the, the uh, chimney, um, the people who built this house, um, we've only lived here about 15 or 16 years. The people that built it just put drywall right over the um, chimney to the um, 
the mantle. Yeah, um, yeah. So the chimney all the way from the mantle to the ceiling is covered with drywall. Um, and they've got a waterproof, per se, uh, drywall on there, but it's still doing that. So what if, I mean, would you recommend a person taking that drywall totally out and just leaving the, the, the bricks all the way to the ceiling? Well, I've, I've been wood? involved. I've been involved in taking the drywall out and putting it in, so it's an aesthetic issue. Uh, If you like the look of the drywall, and it tends to date, when you have a whole lot of brick inside, it tends to date the house in the 70s. So for good design reasons, you so I'm not going to advocate either either way. My point is, it's just sealing and repainting, and you'll do that way more often than the rest of the room. And that's usually the best set. Yeah. But don't okay. forget, go up and check that yeah. chimney cap and also look into sealing the brick with that, with a good, uh, usually kind of a, uh, um, any, a brick, good brick waterproofer. Okay. Okay, that answers my question, and I sure appreciate your assistance today. Yeah, that was a long way to say it's not going to stop. How's that, Chris? <laughs> yeah, well, that's not exactly the answer I was hoping for, but you know, um, you can only do what you can do, right? Yeah, I mean, again, you can rebuild the house and do all this different, and, and it'll work right. out. But, you know, for $40,000, right. you can make this stop, or for, you know, a paintbrush in a couple hours, you can get her done. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much, Scott. I sure appreciate it. All right, Chrissy. Good question. Thanks for the call. All right. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, KMOX. We've got Randy Pantano coming in here soon, so stay tuned. We've got lots of things happening. Phone lines, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. We are talking a building science, whether you know it or not. It's how Mother Nature tries to grind our homes and us all back into dust from whence we came. Yep, we're all going back to the earth, as well as that big stack of building materials. That's where it came from as well. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Scott Mosby, KMOX, coming up soon. Randy Pintano of Helitech. We'll be back for more on the Helitech Home Improvement Show here on KMOX. Now back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show. Sponsored in part by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. Okay, KMOX, I've got Randy Pantano chained to the desk. He's in from Helitech. We're going to talk about foundations in just a little bit, so stay tuned. We're getting him wired up. And uh, no explosive devices, although we do have a device strapped to his chest. Uh, Don't tell Randy. It's a little bit of a secret. Let's go to the phone lines first, see what's happening with our friend Randy and Spray Foam. Hey, Randy, how can I help you, my friend? You're on KMOX, Randy. You're up next. Okay. Yep. Hello. Go ahead, Randy. You're on. You're on the air with Cam Wex okay. here. Good. I have a 1962 house, 312 pitch roof that is now completely gutted, and I'm considering spray foam insulation in the rafters of this house. Half the house has cathedral ceilings. The other half, the other half has a um, a low headroom attic space and i would just like to hear you talk about spray foam insulation up in the rafters for the entire house 
Um, number one, your highest ROI return on investment is going to be your low pitch roof because you just can't get enough insulation into that shed roof or that slow that low pitch roof. At a 312 pitch, if it's uh, vaulted, um, you know that's pr- pretty much a low pitch roof. So if you spray foam your entire from the underside, uh, there are two ways to do this. Number one, with the humidity in the Midwest, you need absolutely no nada zero ventilation in the attic because if you have spray foam sprayed up in there and you get any humidity which I mean even the roof sheathing will get damp and wet because of the humidity in the air uh, the idea is make sure no air movement happens you will have an enclosed your thermal boundary moves up to that foam uh, it's a good thing it's very high RO return on investment so uh, it's high expense high value uh, but it's very different everything I say about attic ventilation do none of it once you spray that you own it and you have to heat and cool it you can't um, spray the foam up and still have a flat ceiling in there you still have to have some heating and cooling because you need the dehumidification once you move that thermal boundary to the outside roof deck area you own it and you have to heat and cool it and it affects your furnace and air conditioning load as well it's like a basement how's that for how would you how would you recommend that i circulate air through the attic then you do not you do not. The only thing you do is duct it. So you have a slight, when I say circulate, I'm sorry, heating and cooling, you will have kind of a supply register up there on one end. You'll have a return. You don't need it to be 70 degrees and 60. You know, you don't need full, but it needs to be a similar temperature in a semi-conditioned space like your basement is. You don't really have registers there, but, you know, you still have it, you know, inside the thermal boundary. So I would... Uh have to install some uh, tap into my supply duct to move some conditioned air in the attic and somehow allow that air to go back into the house, correct? More importantly, if I had only one, I would put a return duct up there more than a supply. People think that the supply gets her done. Frankly, if you create a negative pressure, you actually draw it into the return. It'll figure out where to get the air from, and that's why you have no ventilation to the outside at all, because if you do, then that return air, that furnace is now going to suck the air from outside the house, so that's why you need it totally, thoroughly sealed. I see. Okay. Yeah, there you go, Randy. Just uh, and follow those, you'll be okay. But do a little more studying on it because once you seal it to the outside like that, you own it on all levels, just like a basement. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, Thanks thank for the you call, very much. All right. All righty. Bye. Bye. Hey, we've got Randy Pantano. Sorry, Randy, I cut you a little bit short. Uh, what's cooking this morning, my friend? Yeah, good morning, Scott. Thanks for having me on the show. We're busy with all this rain again. We've had this dry spell for a while. The soil shrank up and pulled away from the house and allowed more cavities for water to come in and right uh, foundation issues. So we're we're really busy with this kind of will weather. You, will you stick around with us here? We're golf off in about five seconds. Uh, will you stick with me, Randy? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Roger. Cam Wex, Home Improvement here.